0: Welcome and thanks for listening to Four Things to Know, an open-line podcast produced by the City of Auburn. Each week, we'll take a few minutes to walk you through events, street closures, and important dates you should know about as Auburn residents. So this is the public affairs team for the City of Auburn in Auburn, Alabama, coming back to you once again with Four Things to Know. Let's go around the table and say hello.
1: Hi, I am Cynthia Williford-Bean, Multimedia Specialist. I'm Allison Blankenship, Neighborhood Specialist.
2: I'm David Dorton, Director of Public Affairs. And
0: I am Nick Bowman, the Public Affairs Specialist. So Cynthia, what you got this week?
1: So today is Monday, right? Yes. Okay. So so today, construction began on a new roundabout at the entrance to the Auburn Soccer Complex on Wire Road. Um, and with the improvements underway at the soccer complex and lots of new residential developments in the area, traffic is just increasing. So we're constructing a roundabout to help improve the safety and efficiency of travel flow or of traffic flow on Wire Road. Um, this is going to be quite a long project, so we're just going to go ahead and thank you guys in advance for your patience. <laughs> it's expected to last through March of 2023, and there will be periodic lane closures throughout the project. They don't expect any total road closures, um, but if there are any that come up, we will make sure to announce those. Um, and so we, I feel like every time we get a new roundabout, people ask us, why are you constructing a roundabout instead of a light or something like that? Um, So I just wanted to throw out some stats from the Federal Highway Administration. Um, Roundabouts have proven to be safer than traditional signalized intersections. They lower traffic fatalities by 90% and reduce all crashes by 35%. They help reduce speeds and make um, just the area safer for pedestrians. And they also help reduce congestion by keeping traffic moving. And often, they're less expensive than traditional intersections. We've gotten some questions on social media saying, those have got to be way more expensive, Mm -hmm. but... Often they are cheaper. Um, so we're looking forward to getting construction going. And I've heard a lot of people who use the soccer complex a lot being excited about this. So hopefully it'll ease some traffic flow in the area.
3: And all you have to do when using a roundabout is yield to the people in the circle.
1: That's all.
0: i like nine times out of ten, I don't even have you don't have to stop. (laughs) Yeah. You barely slow down. I mean you slow down to approach the circle. But I mean Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, you don't interrupt your route at all. it's the best. Rather than
1: having to sit at a traffic light for two minutes. Yes.
3: So it's more simple than people may realize. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it feels like more of a learning curve than it really is. Yeah. And, but yeah, I mean... No pun
3: intended. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if somebody's coming, you wait. If nobody's in the circle or, you know, where you are head, heading into the circle, then you go.
1: Yeah.
2: And
0: really, like, just the way that people are... Like, the size of the circle and the speed that somebody's coming around, there's really very... There's a very low chance you actually have to come to a stop, even mm-hmm. if somebody's already in the circle. Unless they're right up on your entrance, you can enter the circle mm-hmm. too. Like there's mm-hmm. a, there's room for a lot of vehicles. Not that I'm encouraging people to drive recklessly, reckless. but if you think <laughs> you have, have the gap, you can usually go for it.
1: Yeah, and there's also a dedicated multi-use bike pedestrian path right there. I saw in the renderings they're going to just have a have it cross the roundabout, so it's not going to get rid of that. Portion of it. You can still ride your bike out there if you're going to Kiesel or something.
3: Awesome. Well, I am here to inform the public that the Letters to Santa program is back, which is very exciting. It's pretty self explanatory. Essentially, um, you can send a letter to Santa at the North Pole. Um, To do so, your um, child, with your help, just has to look for the big red mailboxes at the Harris Center and Boykin Community Center. if you don't know where those are, Harris Center is at 425 Perry Street and Boykin Community Center is at 400 Boykin Street. Um, but they are big, bright red mailboxes that I think they even say letters to Santa. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing about the program is that Santa will write your child back. So you just have to include your child's name and an address. And then you have to drop your letter off by December 15th to give Santa and his elves enough time to reply before Christmas. Um, Obviously, this is a very special mailbox, so you do not need postage, which is great. Um, So, yeah, I just encourage people to participate in this and add a little more magic to the season, and um, it also creates a fun little keepsake for your kids.
2: But not the place for milk or cookies, right?
1: No. Yeah, don't (laughs) put any milk (laughs) or cookies in it. Okay. Maybe a carrot for a reindeer. Yeah,
0: We did write a letter over the weekend From my, my oldest wrote one to Santa and we put it in the mailbox, not thinking it because it had like a little fake stamp on it and we, it's mm-hmm. not a threat. I mean, it's like to the North pole. We put it in yeah. our mailbox just so that she could put it in the mailbox, but the letter is gone. So huh. I don't know. Oh. we'll see. It
3: might get returned. Yeah, maybe it'll <laughs> get returned. <laughs> well, then if it's returned by the fifteenth, just there take we it go. to. I'll take it there. The yeah. Big red mailbox. I forgot mm-hmm. to go out
0: and get it from the mailbox. So maybe the <laughs> maybe the post postal service will take care. of it. along.
3: I think you know with Santa's magic, it'll get to the work. You know, it'll, it'll
2: work out. Yeah, well, maybe that's why it's gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 Ah, so it is. The week of thanksgiving it's monday of the week of thanksgiving 2022 which means city hall and city facilities will be closed on thursday and friday and what that means for our trash routes this year um, is there is no change unless your trash pickup is on thursday and then it will happen on friday so that'll be nice for everybody who has a lot of Trash has full bags on Thursday, and the trash will come on Friday. That's different than we used to do it. We used to try to get it all in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, So that is a change. It's also different than Opelika does it. So if Opelika does do it all this year on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, so if you subscribe to both cities or follow both cities on social media, um, just be sure, be aware that Auburn trash pickup. The only change is if your pickup is on Thursday, then it will happen on Friday. Um, Anything else to say about holidays?
1: I believe the library is closing at 6 on Wednesday this week, so a little bit early. They'll be closed Thursday and Friday, and they'll reopen on Saturday. And then there's special hours for the Tennis Center. Mm -hmm.
2: Parks and Rec facilities will be closed Thursday and Friday, except for the Tennis Center, which will be open Friday. From 8 to noon on Wednesday, and from 8 to 2 on Friday, and then 8 to noon again on Saturday. Um, And then we also have a note in our press release, Frank Rec Center will be closed basically this week Mm -hmm. Mm. for floor maintenance.
1: Yeah, they try and take advantage of the slow time to clean up.
2: So if you'd like to see that press release, AuburnAlabama.org. And I'm sure we've posted it on social media Mm -hmm. at least once.
1: Yep, we'll post another reminder about trash tomorrow.
2: Okay. All right. Uh,
0: So, wrapping up with a small but significant change to downtown. If you've ever parked by the municipal parking deck, uh, sort of behind Tumor's um, corner there at the municipal parking deck and the associated parking lot, that trash trash compactor is going to have a little work done to it. Uh, So, starting. Today, again, Monday, November 21st, uh, we are going to start building two brick enclosures for those. Com- is it just one compactor or is there more than one compactor? There's there?
1: currently just one garbage compactor, but we're adding a recycling one oh, as well.
0: Okay. Construction of the enclosures will allow the city to better serve downtown garbage and recycling customers by increasing collection capacity. Uh, it's also going to, and this is a big point, improve the aesthetics of the high traffic area for downtown visitors.
1: Mm-hmm. It will.
0: I'm so it, excited. It will. Yeah. And it then, look that area. If I can, I probably can't say it, but it looks like garbage. <laughs> right now. It will look much better. Yes. And will.
1: I forgot to mention, we currently do have a big trailer that's been parked yes. in one of the parking spots for recycling boxes. So that will go away. That parking will become available. It'll all be squished against the side of the municipal parking deck.
2: And just think about the number of businesses, you know, businesses, restaurants, whatever type of business that have. Trash and recycling that don't have their own space, but put a dumpster. Um, of course, there are a few downtown establishments that have had their own dumpsters, including the one that used to be where the former Chee Burger was out on the sidewalk right there. So this helps consolidate all that, give downtown business customers a place to put all their trash and recycling in a much more attractive. Location.
0: It's going to look nice. I don't think I mentioned um, it is a two brick enclosures. Um, so that work downtown will disrupt a little bit of parking uh, and occasionally that lane of traffic. The work's going to last approximately six weeks. Um, seven parking spaces are going to be tied up in the work to store materials while it's working. But uh, if you rely on it, the handicap parking closest to the businesses um, is going to remain open. Anything else?
3: I think that's it. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, This has been Four Things, but we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Four Things to Know, an open-line podcast produced by the city of Auburn. If you're looking for more news, events, and dates to know about coming up in Auburn, visit news.auburnalabama.org. You can also check out our show notes for the links and URLs discussed in this episode.